Good morning. So glad you are back with us on this fine Tuesday. This week, we are talking about the miracles Jesus performed during his time on earth as fully human. Can anyone quickly say what miracle we talked about yesterday? If you said he turned water into wine, you are correct. Today, we're going to be looking at a miracle performed in Mark chapter 2, verses 1-12. through 12. So let's dive right in and see what it says. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. Some men came, bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately, Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their hearts, and he said to them, Why are you thinking these things? Which is easier, to say to this paralyzed man, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up, take your mat, and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, Get up, take your mat, and go home. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. So in this story, Jesus came into the town of Capernaum, and because of what happens next, we know the people of this town have already heard about how different and amazing Jesus is. They gather in crowds to see Jesus and hear him speak. So much so that the house he is in is filled to the max with people, and even more people are outside the door, just trying to hear what Jesus has to say. It is also safe to say that the people had at least heard there's a possibility that Jesus can perform miracles because four friends are determined to get their paralyzed friend to Jesus so that he can be healed. The crowd is so big that the four friends cannot make their way to Jesus, but that doesn't stop them. They know that this man named Jesus can help their friend. So they decide to cut a hole in the house's roof so they can lower their friend into the house in front of Jesus. Now, can you imagine if you were the person who owned this house? I would be like, man, couldn't you have just waited till Jesus was outside instead of messing up my roof? But the friends are determined, and they aren't wasting any of their time. When they get their friend to Jesus, he is amazed by the faith of the friends. He first forgives the man's sins, and then he heals his physical body, by telling him to get up and walk. There are two things that stick out to me in this story. First, the verse says, when Jesus saw their faith, meaning the faith of the friends, not necessarily the faith of the paralyzed man. So Jesus healed this man based on the faith of the man's friends. That is amazing. That should remind us how important it is for us to pick up friends who help push us to Jesus and help us to grow in our walk with Christ. It also should remind us that we need to be the type of friend willing to do some extra work in order to help get our friends to Jesus. Second, if you look closely in the story, what is the first thing Jesus addresses about the man laying in front of him? If you said his sin, you're correct. 
The man is in front of Jesus, clearly with a physical disability. But what Jesus sees more than his broken body is his messed up heart. The man before him is a sinner, and Jesus knows it doesn't matter if his body gets healed if he doesn't have a heart change to go along with it. So Jesus addresses the sin issue in the man's life first. This is a reminder that Jesus cares about our health and our well-being, but he cares even more about the condition of our heart and the sin in our lives. He wants us to repent and make a heart change first, and then we can be concerned about the other issues we have. Do you think you are the kind of friend who would dig a hole in a roof and get your friend to Jesus? Do you think you have any friends who would be willing to do it for you? Adults, do you think your family does a good job about being concerned about each other's hearts and changing sin habits over physical issues? Pray together as a family and ask God to help all of you make heart changes. Then, if any of you have a current physical ailment, ask God for healing. See you tomorrow.